we have a couple prayer requests. Miss Jenny Jacobs, her neighbor across the road um, where she lives up there, uh, the husband, um, young man, took his life yesterday. And so I think their last name is Wilkes, right, Miss Jenny? So we want to pray for that family. We don't know the whole situation. We just know that somebody doing that's never good, especially for the people that are left behind to deal with the stuff. So. We pray God for, pray pray God's blessings or anointing on that and the Holy Spirit to move in comfort during that time. But Miss um, Pat Foster is not here. She said her granddaughter Brooke, as many of you know, she they her and her husband's in the military. Well, they're up here this weekend, leaving today and about to move to Texas. So they're moving further away. So she asked for prayer for them as they get ready for that move. And so I want to do that. Anything else this morning? Yes, ma'am. Okay, James McNatt. So a lot of you may know, remember James and Joyce McNatt. So um, we want to remember them this morning as we pray. Well, all right. Well, everybody join in and let's pray and ask God to, with these needs. We'll bring these needs to him and then um, pray for you this morning that you can receive what God would have for you today and leave different than what you come in this doors. Amen. All right. Heavenly Father, we love him. We praise you. And we thank you for this day. Your love and your blessings on our life that we can come in this nation that we live in. As messed up as it may seem around, we still have the freedom to come and worship and proclaim your holy name openly and publicly. And God, we don't just keep it in these four walls, but we do this outside here. We're, we're the disciples you've called us to be in our lives each and every day that we've accepted that calling. And we said, I want you, Lord, in my life, and I want to follow you now, Father. And I just thank you for that, that we all live with that boldness to proclaim your love through our life each and every day as you've told us to. Father, we bring these needs to you right now. We pray for Miss Jenny's neighbor, the Wilkes family, during this time, God. It's a tragic time. But we know that, Holy Spirit, you can move and comfort in this time. And, God, I just thank you that you're working and you're moving in their lives. They, they look to you during this time and, and for that strength and guidance and, and to get through this. And we thank you, God, that you're working and you're moving. Be with Miss Pat's uh, foster's granddaughter and, and her husband as they're on this move, Father, that you just give them safe travels and everything work out for them. And, Father God, that you just bless them and thank them. And we thank them for their service that they're doing to this great nation, God. We just love you and we, and we praise you for everything that you've done and you're doing. We pray for um, James McNatt, Father, that you touch him. Father, that you be with him today. Father, bring health to his life. Father, we just, we just thank you that you're doing that and we will believe it and we call it done in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. Father, be with our time as we go into our service. God, you be with Pat this morning as he brings the word. Father, that you just touch him with anointing, Father God. He can come up here freely and speak boldly and, and proclaim what you've given him this morning, Father. We thank you and that you, in this time of tithes and offerings this morning, as we come and do this in obedience to your word, Father, that you just touch and you move and you bless in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That song, it's a good song. It, it, it talks about, and at the first of it, it says, nowhere. 
And it, it asks, you know, where was the pain when the sick touched the robe? And it says nowhere, but it changes, and it says now here, talking about how Jesus is here, his presence is here. It's a good song. But, um, well, all right. Children, go to Children's Church this morning. I know y'all are waiting on all that. Amen. Amen. I love, again, I say this a lot every time these, these men come up here. I love having these men around me, helping me, praying for me, give wisdom, what they do, what they bring. And, and so um, standing beside us, working with us. And, and, and so whenever one of them comes and, and I ask them to bring the word, they're always ready to do it, always, every time. I talked to Pat last Sunday, and I was like, hey, I meant to ask you at church. If you'd preach next Sunday, he's like, you know what? I meant to ask you at church if I could preach next Sunday. So, you know, the Holy Spirit works and moves in, in ways that we can't understand and don't understand. I know J.J. said last Sunday, he said, you know, the message that, that, was, that was given, he said, you know, me and Stacy was talking about it. It's like he was reading our mind. I was like, it's almost like we got the same Holy Spirit working in, in all of us, right? It's not just me. It's, it's all those that call on him. So... So it's good, but but it's always a blessing. Pat, come on. Y'all give him a hand as, as the brother comes up here to minister this morning. Good morning. Well, it's good to be here this morning. Um, you know, no better place to be. You know, for a lot of years, uh, I put myself in a lot of different places other than here. Um, and I can assure you I'm uh, very thankful and, and considered to be very blessed to be put uh, where I'm at today versus where I came from. Um, you know, last week we talked a little bit with, uh, you know, about joy, you know, true joy. Where do you get your true joy? Um, everything we have, everything we will ever have, is from God above. Um, we try to own some things, and we play a part. I mean, we do some things uh, mentally and physically and financially, and uh, we have a part in it. But at the end of the day, everything we are, everything we ever will be, is going to be of God, for God. Um you know, some of this is easier for me um, to comprehend because of where I came from. Um, you know, the things that, that I went through personally uh, that had nothing to do with anybody else. Uh, that had solely to do with me and, and my wants, my desires, uh, my, my will. So some of it is, is easier for me to comprehend. It's easier for me uh, to accept God's will in my life. Because of where I came from. So, you know, back uh, years ago, and I've been clean now for about 17 years. Um, you know, I hadn't had alcohol. I hadn't had drugs. So I know what it is uh, to understand uh, going through uh, times of trials and tribulations and allowing patience to work in my life. A lot of times patience is where we fall so short. Now, a lot of people don't talk about it, and a lot of people don't understand, but it's a lack of patience, which is the opposite of impatience. 
uh, or patience would be impatient is the sin that's holding us back in everything that God's got for us to do. Um, you know, the the message this morning, if if I put titles, and I'm not big with titles, but, you know, it, it's more of a question, and most things I do is more of a question. Uh, you know, there's some statements, there's, uh, you know, there's some scripture, there's some personal experiences, but at the end of the day, it's, it's usually a question. So it's uh, what's blocking our blessings. And I'll first, you know, right off the cuff, the first thing everybody wants to say is, is you, you've got a laundry list, right? Just like I do. What's blocking my blessing? Well, it's my neighbor. Uh, you know, it's my job. It's my church. It's my pastor. It's my deacons. It's, you know, my girlfriend, my wife, my whatever, boyfriend, cousin, grandpa, grandma, whatever the case may be. But most of the time it is us. I mean, if we, if we tell the truth, if you, if you think about what you're doing right now, think about what you did this morning before you get here, when you woke up. I mean, it's easy for me. I wake up and, and I can tell you just exactly all my faults, and you're going to hear them because it's easier for me to use my faults, even though I know we all share the same. But we live in a society today that nobody can be talked to direct without their feelings getting hurt. And then they take their ball and they go home. How many of us have took our ball and went home? Yeah, I take my ball every day and go home. But again, uh, we're going to find out that there's there's a lot of things that we can do that are very simple, um, but it has very holy, very eternal consequences in our lives. And being impatient is one of them. How many of us are patient? Gendry is. But no, I mean, we, we, we cut up and we joke and we have to, really. I mean, I can tell you, I'm not. I'm working on it. I'm better than I was 17 years ago, but I, I can promise you, to come from where I come from, you got to have some patience. So we were watching a movie the other night, and, and Jenny goes, uh, I don't know, it had somebody in it that, you know, they were going through withdrawals. And a lot of people don't understand it because they've never been there. Now, there's a lot of people, even in this room, you don't have to be addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything like that. There's so many things that we, we are addicted to. So if we really think about it, we can, we can actually all relate because we're all addicted to sin. We're all born into sin. And I always used to find it comical when people say, well, I don't have a problem. You know, I've never been addicted to anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've got some problems. You just ain't admitted it yet. So, again, I understand, you know, how uh, an hour turns into a day. A day turns into a week. A week turns into a month. A month turns into a year. A year turns into a decade. And then things start getting easier. You know, people ask me all the time, you know, do you have a, a desire to drink? No, I don't have a desire to drink. Do I have a temptation to? Yes. Is it easier today than it was 17 years ago? Yes. Um, do I have a desire to do drugs? No. But do I have a temptation? I sure do. I think. And it takes me back to what I was doing 18, 17, 19 years ago. So again, I understand what it is to come past this, but 
we all seem to think sometimes that it has to be something that drastic before we can impact each other or before it impacts our lives. So again, impatience hits everybody. It's just as serious uh, in day-to-day life as me being a drug and an alcohol addict. The same thing. It's just we make light of all these things. I'm going to read you a few scriptures and, and it'll give you an idea just how God looks at some of this. I mean, and everybody probably knows what we're going to talk about a little bit. I mean, we're going to talk about the people being led out of Egypt. So, I mean, if you read the whole story, a lot of people don't know that everybody that was led out of Egypt didn't make it to Egypt. Right? Why did they not make it to Egypt? Because they're mad. Because they're grumbling. They're complaining. And they say, well, what does that got to do with being impatient? Well, they can trust the Lord. The same way we can't trust. I mean, it, it's, it goes hand in hand. Numbers uh, 21, uh, verse 4 and 5, it says, Verse 4 says, And then they journeyed from Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, and the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. Very discouraged. How many times do we get very discouraged? Why do we get discouraged? Because we're not patient. Because we are impatient. You know, we'll do a little bit of a, a school for a minute. Patience. Definition of patience is, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now, how many of us fit that? <laughs> I do it moments when it's easy. And I think we're all better in some ways than others. But again, um, the only example we really have that's the true example is Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But that's where we're pulling who we need to be following. Right? I mean, that's where we should set the bar is what Jesus did. And I know the same thing I used to say is, well, you know, that's Jesus. We can't do the same things that Jesus did. But the Bible says we can. I mean, again, we, we sell ourselves short, we make light, and this is all what society and the world wants us to do. Forbearance is self-control, restraint, and tolerance. So how we see uh, that, I mean, God uses that. I mean, you'll see in a minute when I read the rest of the verse how that was God's forbearance, that was God's grace, that was God's mercy that didn't drop the axe. Right then. Now, he's going to drop it, but he doesn't do it right then. Um, long-suffering is having or showing patience. Long-suffering. So you got to have patience to be long-suffering. you got to have patience to do anything. I mean, God's time is God's time, and it has very little to do with Pat's time. My kids can tell you what Pat's time is. My kids can also tell you what Pat's time is today versus what Pat's time was 10 years ago. It's a process. It's, it's a process in everything that we do. Uh, long-suffering says having and showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people. Right? So again, who is in control of those other people? Who is in control of you? 
See, we've kind of changed and we've kind of added some things to definitions as, as time has went on. I'm in control of me. That should be directed and guided by God. So whatever somebody else does has no bearing on what I do. Has no bearing on what my patience should be. Right? I mean, it doesn't matter that the little kid in McDonald's that just started yesterday, and I don't go to McDonald's, I just use McDonald's. But it, it doesn't matter that the kid started yesterday. He hadn't had time to learn his job yet. Are we more patient? Do we show grace? No, we don't. I mean, and that's, again, we, we laugh and we cut up and, and, you know, we have to because really uh, we're going to right the opposite direction of what God wants us. Impatient is having or showing a tendency to be quickly irritated or provoked. Now, if you had to pick the two, which one do you live at? Impatient or patient? Which address? I mean, I can answer it in mine. I can answer it in y'all's. I mean, we live in a small community. We, we know a lot of the same people. So I think a lot of us end up, more often than not, at the impatient address, right? And then we wonder why our seats are not full on Sunday. I mean, look, there's a lot to be said. And, of course, in this church, is not the only church that the seat's not full. The rest of the church is in this community the same way. Now, part of it is on us, but part of it's on the time that we live in. I mean, the Bible tells us we're, we're in that time. There's a great falling away. Now, does that mean that it has to be in falsehood? They don't all have to be in fault. I mean, we've all got family. We've all got loved ones. We've all got things in our own lives that we want to make better. But a lot of times what's blocking our blessing is ourselves. And what's blocking that is the impatience we have on waiting on God to work. I mean, I use my kids as, uh, um, you know, examples a lot because, you know, they're tough and and. You know, that way, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody else's feelings and I don't have to call nobody else out. And then they go, oh, you put me on the spot and yada, yada. So I use my kids a lot. I mean, so there's so many implications in life where we have the opportunity to show patience. And yet we don't. We don't do it as adults. Uh, we don't do it. We, we're not teaching it to our children. We're not teaching it to our girlfriends, our wives, our, our sisters, our, our nieces, our nephews. Again, what are we teaching? So, I mean, it would be easy for, you know, when my kids graduated, and it was funny, uh, Cody come to me, he thought the day after he graduated that he had a week to get out of the house. Now, Cody's a good kid like that. He, he was actually concerned about what he thought I was thinking. Now, none of the other two ever asked. Right? I mean, they just assumed, which is good. But again, what justice would I serve by throwing to the curb? I mean, we all know how expensive things are. We all, we all know how expensive it is to get an apartment, a house, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, an 18-year-old kid ain't buying nothing. Right? Unless mom or daddy or 
aunt or uncle or grandma or grandpa goes and puts their name down on it. Right? Well, I'm going to be patient enough that I'm going to wait to see what kind of 18, 19, 20-year-old they're going to turn out to be. Even though I've done what I think God has called me to do, I don't have that much control over their life, and they're better than what I was. But I'm patient enough that I'm going to wait to see before I put my name beside theirs. Right? I mean, that's patience. That's good judgment, right? Because what happens if they don't do right? Then who's responsible? I have enough trouble being responsible for what I am responsible for. So again, it all falls back into uh, patience and, and living and doing things and staying out of um, you know the area that the devil's going to work extra hard in your life. Verse 5 says, And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Uh, why, why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? How many times we ask God, why, God? Why? Why? And a lot of times it has nothing to do with God. It has everything to do with us and where we're at. So again, it says, why did you bring us to the wilderness? You know, basically to die. He says, for there is no food, no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. How many times growing up, you know, I like to tell you, so, all right, supper's ready. And you go in there and you sit down and it's whatever, goulash or something. Or salmon patties. Yeah, salmon patties. Love salmon patties. Love salmon patties. But how I loathed, how I detested salmon patties. See, we're so spoilt and so rent that we don't even know when we have a blessing. We have no idea. And it's the same thing. We, we, we take the same things and we just keep doing over and over and over. I mean, and it's no wonder society is, is real similar in what they've done. So now how many of you actually get out of the house to go shopping? To buy goods for your home, 